Welcome back to another episode of Back in the Flash. Uh, sorry we're a little bit late this week. We've had a bit of issues getting scheduling figured out, but we're here. Uh, I'm Stephen. And I'm Meg. And this week we're going to be talking about episode 19 of The Flash, which was titled, Who is Harrison Wells? But who is Harrison Wells, really? Who is he? But I mean, really, really I feel who? I feel like this, this episode didn't do a lot to further to answer that answer question. question yeah i agree with you i feel sure. like the bigger revelations about who harrison wells is were a couple episodes ago yes uh but that's okay it was still a really great episode uh a lot better than last week's i thought i mean i guess they did find out that Har- that, that the real harrison wells is dead they right found they his found body. they found his corpse right yeah uh so we had a couple different plot threads going on in the episode this week we had the the villain this week was Everyman, Hannibal Bates, mm-hmm. that uh, Barry and Caitlin and uh, everyone in Central City was dealing with. And then a uh, side plot that we had in this week's episode was that Cisco and Joe both headed over to Starling City to investigate the accident that Harrison Wells had been in all those years ago. Right. What, 15 years ago, I think, is what mm-hmm. they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they went to investigate that and met up with Quentin and Laurel Lance. It was, uh, was kind of nice Starling seeing City. those two, actually. Like, it was. It instead was really of, cool. It was a little weird to me um, because normally, you know, we see Felicity uh, right. whenever there's like a crossover situation. Right. Or Diggle that one time, too. Right. Or, or more so just like the Arrow people. Right. Not uh, the side characters. The side characters, yeah. So it was really, it was actually really kind of nice yeah. to have them included. And, it was. And to see um, Joe and uh, Quentin. Quentin interact yeah. because yeah. they have so much in common. They do. In very different ways. Right, right. If that makes sense. They're, yeah. They're both fathers, both very protective of their daughters, both policemen. Yes. Uh, yeah, they have a lot in common, for sure. But they just uh, handle things... Slightly different. Different, yeah. Slightly differently, yeah. Uh, and they were both able to kind of nudge each other a little bit in terms of... Uh, Maybe seeing it from, like, a different perspective. Right, like, helping to see their child's perspective. And I hope that the discussion that they had leads to both Quentin repairing his relationship with Laurel and Joe being more open to the idea of sharing Barry's secret with Iris. Right. Because that's getting really ridiculous and That was a really, irritating. like, gentle way to say that. I would have been like, he just needs he to needs, tell her. He needs to tell her <laughs> just, so badly. But you're like, well, maybe they he'll just think about being more honest no. with her now. Like, he, no. he needs to. It <laughs> yeah. needs to happen really badly because it's dragging Iris's character behind so much and every episode that you wait to tell her it's just digging a, it digging a ditch yeah she's she's just gonna be yeah. that much more angry right you know, right not telling her for so long right but uh i i don't know that whole situation with iris still not knowing and everybody else knowing is, it's so very annoying you know yeah. what else is so very annoying what? Hannibal Bates's name. I am. Uh, what? You're was... not okay with the double whammy of perfect evil namery? Namery. No, namery? I. Uh, I'm not okay with that. Actually, I was. I found it to be so obnoxious. 
<laughs> just overdone. And I, I mean, I know he's a character and right. it's cool, but it's just really like, what did you expect well, when naming your child that? Right. You know? Right. Well, you you pointed out something to me that I hadn't noticed. We were just chatting a little bit before starting recording here. And you pointed out that this isn't the first time we've come across that name in the CWTV DC universe. I recalled that because of how obnoxious this (laughs) name is, I actually remembered that um, it was on Arrow's list, too. right. So, and that's where I first saw it, and I must have just remembered, like, tucked it away because of just how crazy... How ridiculous it is. Yeah. 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 No, that... So, it was kind of fun to see him again and... It was. And actually, you know, get to experience this character. Yeah. I thought that Everyman was really kind of cool, though. I mean, his powers of being able to shapeshift into, like, whatever. Right. I mean, it's a neat power set. Like... It's I've I've seen that power set done in other shows. Oh, it's done quite a in bit. In all the other shows, right. yeah. It's it's really cool. The one thing that always kind of bugs me, I think it's done in every one of them that I've seen, is that when they when they show the power the first time, they do it really blatantly. So like he, he was running away from Barry, uh-huh. he stopped in the street, turned around, <laughs> right. Put his hand like, on the girl's shoulder, right? Him, yeah, like, froze there, <laughs> right? And the girl had no reaction to it I whatsoever, know, right? Just like some this random guy her. just grabbing your shoulder, and you're just like, she just yeah. continues on about her business, right. no big deal, not even like not even trying to brush him off or be like, um, excuse me, right? Just no, nothing, no big yeah. deal, yeah. But once he got past that, it was really cool, and they did a nice yeah. job of making it at least a bit more subtle. Uh, moving on, and we got yeah. to see, you know, a lot of our a lot of our main cast got a bit of an opportunity to uh, do some different things that they haven't really been able. to. That would to. be completely out of character for them, right? <laughs> right, right. As we, you know, we talked about that a little bit last week that we got to see Rick Costnett be a bad guy, more or less. You yeah, know, we got to see Rick Costnett shoot down a couple cops, and the way that all played out was really nice. I thought with Barry trying to break him out before he was incarcerated. Right. Um, because then, he didn't want to have to deal with another innocent person going to prison, mm-hmm. you know. Because of him or right. because of the situation. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool, I thought. Yeah. And I actually kind of thought that they did it because, like you said, this, you know, copycat kind of character has mm-hmm. been in a lot of different shows or whatever yeah um but and they always you know get people into trouble like the main characters they always get them into trouble and then they have to like figure out a way out of it or whatever right. and so uh, we expect that right but i wasn't really expecting i mean for eddie to shoot those two cops okay he did that but for him to be on camera and for them to have like empirical right. evidence like here, here right you were the one shooting these people right it was a little I was like, dang, how is he going to get out of this? But for them to show the police station that it's another metahuman. Yeah. So now it's not just the Flash or the Weather Wizard, which they've dealt with before. Yeah. It's, there's like many of them Yeah, and and they're very, they're very different. I mean, honestly, it makes me wonder how much the, the justice system in that society would have to change. Right, yeah, there's like, going to have to be a what, bunch of growth what, there. What really constitutes valid evidence Yeah. in a court of law when you're dealing with these types of beings? When you're dealing with 
video evidence that looks exactly like one person but really isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you know that type of person exists, if you know that one of that type of person exists, how do you know there's not another one? Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, how do you know there's not another person with the same powers as every man running around? It's really hard to, you know, if, if I was a criminal in Central City, I could just say, it wasn't me. Right. You got this everyman guy that <laughs> yeah. you know about. Just it, it pawn was, it off. It, it was, was another... It must have been another guy that made himself look exactly like me. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really me. It was me. I'm completely innocent. <laughs> right? Yes. It's perfect. Thumbs and guns. Yes, that's yeah. right. Uh, Foolproof plan. I, I agree. Absolutely. Airtight defense. And how do you train your police force, you know, how to, to, I don't know. to deal with these various possibilities? And they need Cisco yeah. on their team. Really? Yeah. Oh, Cisco, he um he had a fun adventure. He went he did. with Joe and he got to meet his like fangirl over <laughs> Canary. Right. And he got to like pump up her uh little neck. Pump up her tech. Her yeah. canary, canary call. Canary cry. Yeah. Oh cry, that's what it yeah. is. Uh and honestly, so I really liked Laurel in this episode. Honestly, I think more than I've ever liked her on Arrow. Really? Yeah. She was really a lot of fun and and the way she played off of Cisco's geeking out uh -huh. of just like, yeah, you're really cute, <laughs> but you know, this is silly. Right. This is really kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And yeah, her character was just so much more fun. Yeah, I actually uh, really enjoyed seeing her kind of stand on her own. I mean, she was oh. really confident and just sort of. It, it was a chance to be, yeah, Laurel, like just Laurel by herself, not like mm -hmm. part of the Arrow team or doing all those other things. Just yeah. Laurel, yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was, definitely. How did you feel about the fake Barry hitting on Caitlin <laughs> in the lab? Uh, and Caitlin's reaction. I, I mean, I think that's another one of those things that when you have a... A character that transforms into the other characters, they there's kind of certain beats they have to hit every time they do it, yeah. and that's one of them. You know the 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 body swapping character yes. stepping in and like twisting around the emotional structure of the group. But okay, so usually isn't it like in a it's a romantic interest, and it's usually somebody that's already involved with you though. Like, did he? This was I thought this was just a little bit different because they're not involved at all and they have no feelings for each other and her response to him was not like what he, like she didn't just like kiss him back and was like oh this must be a right. thing now or whatever like are we liking each other now like what's right. happening right she was just like this is what's going on really odd yeah <laughs> um I mean, because it was really it odd. It was really odd. Like, yeah. if that it had so been weird. normal Barry, it would have been super weird. Yeah. And honestly, I'm surprised that her response wasn't more harsh than it was. I know. She seemed pretty darn chill with the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I guess she probably should have been a little bit more surprised. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or when Eddie... Sh Eddie, quote-unquote, Eddie showed up at Barry's door... And was like, yeah, they let me out. And he's just like, yeah. sure. That's like, you don't, that doesn't that's raise any red flags. Right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that happens. Right. I only work in the police department. I mean, but... of all the villains that they've faced, this seems like the one that would put me the most on edge with everybody. Everything. Yeah. 
like, like how go do I into a room you? and I'd be like avoiding touching anyone, <laughs> I know. especially in Barry's situation. You know, they, they told him they're like, you, you don't know if, if he's going to take your powers when right. you touch him. I'd be like, holy shit, I don't want to be by anyone (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah, and anytime I talk to anybody, I would be like, "Um, when did we first meet? Or something like that. Right, like quizzing them, making sure they know who they are. Right. Setting up all of your uh, security questions with your friends (laughs) right right away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's... uh, I know, I thought... There were some pretty goofy things, but overall, this episode was really good. I it was. It a lot. Yeah. No, it was It was definitely a good episode. Good step in the right direction compared to last week's, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, the episode is called The Trap, uh, and presumably deals with the trap that Barry and the Star Labs gang set for Harrison Wells, uh, or potentially dealing with figuring out what went wrong with the trap that they set in the mid-season finale. For the reverse flash. Right, for the mm-hmm. reverse flash. Well, it, um, it does show some clips um, on that trailer yeah. of like Cisco standing in the room uh, with that thing. Again. Right. Standing in the room and even showing you know Harrison Wells with his hand up against uh, Cisco's chest as mm-hmm. if he was going to kill him again. Mm. Uh, again, or showing that again right. from the other timeline, or who knows? You know, uh, I know that uh, Carlos Valdez Cisco has said in some interviews that he's done that we're gonna see the other timeline again. Oh, somehow interesting. And that how exciting! Yeah, I didn't. I think I he didn't did. Know he did like a Facebook Q and A thing, oh, and cool. he said that we're gonna see that other timeline again, and it's gonna be awesome. Hmm. I hope that doesn't mean that we're just going to, like, glimpse it, but that we actually get to, like, spend an episode in right. it. Or right. That we actually it. see dual timelines yeah. in the show. Yeah. Yeah. The darkest timeline. Yep. <laughs> the darkest timeline. Uh, anyhow, so that's coming up. That'll be episode 20. Um, and then a couple episodes down the line, we've got 21, 22, 23, and that's the end of the season, I, I know, believe. I can't believe that there's only so, like four episodes left. Right. So we've got The Trap this week, and then uh, next week, the yeah, a couple weeks away, I guess, we have Grodd Lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? I'm super pumped about Grodd that. Lives. I can't believe that we still have Grodd. Like, after all of these episodes that we've had so far this season, okay, right. all of the amazing things that have happened thus far. Right. And we still have yet to see Grodd. Like, that is... Right, in his full majesty. Yeah, in yeah. all of his glory. I yeah. cannot wait. I'm just... I'm, oh, my gosh. My biggest hope this right now... This season has been so phenomenal. My, yeah. Yeah, it is. Go. My, my biggest hope right now is that Grodd comes out of the sewers. Oh, me too. I don't want him Absolutely. to just be in the sewers the no, whole time, I, necessarily. I hope, I hope that that happens, but right. I just don't know if that will be this season. Right. I'm not sure if they're going to be prepared for that yet. Yeah. To have yeah. a gorilla on the loose. I don't know. We'll see. But So we've got Grodd Lives uh, in a couple weeks here after the trap, and then after Grodd Lives, we have uh, an episode called Rogue Heirs. That's going to feature a whole bunch of people, uh, along with featuring Captain Cold and uh, Deathbolt, who we saw in Arrow, I think, just last week. Um, 
He was the guy that had like the the laser vision thing. Oh, okay. Uh, that fought Ray mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be in the episode, and uh, I think there's a couple other rogues in the episode, but also we're going to see uh, Firestorm and Arrow both in the episode. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a big the new Arrow, big bunch of people. Right? Yeah, new Arrow oh. in the in his the new getup, new black robe. Uh, cool. Yeah, I forget what they called him. They gave him a new name too. I know. I you don't you guys know what we mean. Yeah, <laughs> you know what we're talking about. I feel like I just watched that too, and I still don't remember his name. Yeah. But. Uh. Anyhow, so that's coming up. That's Rogue Airs. And then the last episode of the season uh, is going to be the big showdown between Flash and Reverse Flash. And I want to say the episode is actually called Flash vs. Reverse Flash, but I'm not sure about really? that. I don't, not, not sure about that. I don't remember. Uh, anyhow, that's coming up. Big stuff in store. Um, yeah. All right, and in one last bit of news to share with you guys, not about the end of this season, but about things coming later this year. Uh, so we've talked a little bit about this potential spinoff of Arrow and the Flash. Right, it's going to be rocking. Right. Massive cast that they've talked about already. It's going to be a real ensemble show rather than focusing on one character. Um, and there's a whole bunch of characters already lined up to be in it. we got... Uh, Victor Garber's Martin Stein, we've got Wentworth Miller's Captain Cold, uh, we've got Dominic Purcell's Heatwave, we've got Brandon Routh's Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, we've I think got, Black Canary's going to be there too. Uh, Sarah. Oh. Right. Okay. Not, not Laurel, but Sarah uh, is going to be in there somehow, even though she's dead. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. I guess they resurrected people with, they just resurrected Thea with the Lazarus Pit, so... Right. Maybe they'll do it again. Ooh. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, but anyways, those are the things coming up. Uh, we also got a hot girl that was cast mm-hmm. and Rip Hunter that was cast. And there was a new bit of casting that was announced recently. Uh, an actor from the movie Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, if you've seen that. The, the actor's name is Franz Drame. Uh, and he's been cast... As a character that's right now being called Jay Jackson. Okay. Uh, and the description that the CW gave of this character is that he's a former high school athlete whose pro career was derailed by injury, now making ends meet as an auto mechanic. Jay will come to have a surprising affiliation to the Star Labs crew. Hmm. Right? Okay, so what does so, that mean? So, a lot of people are saying, based on the first part of the description, the former high school athlete whose pro career was derailed, uh-huh. uh, a lot of people are saying that that sounds like Cyborg, which is fair. I okay. mean, that bit of the description is very Cyborg-esque. Right. The later half of that description really makes me have another theory on who this might be. Uh, the now-making-ends-meet-as-an-auto-mechanic... Jay will have a surprising affiliation for the Star Labs crew. I think it's going to be Wally West. Oh, you really think so? I think this guy's going to be Wally West. What a fun twist. That would be so cool. Yeah. I mean, so the the producers have talked about 
How would it work? What do you mean? Well, how would he... What is he going to be his nephew or something, right? Well, yeah. Normally in the comics, it's uh, Iris's nephew. My guess is that they'll probably do it as a cousin okay. in this show, which is fine. You mm-hmm. know, it's a relation of Iris. That's all that really... That's all that really matters. Right. It's a relation. Cool. Right? Uh, and all the cast is too young to really have nephews or nieces that are full-grown, like, right. functioning people to have in the show. They'd all be really young. And and uh, does Joe have any other kids? They haven't mentioned any at all, which is also the okay. other the other issue with having it be a nephew. Right. Um, but it could certainly be a cousin. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that couldn't be a completely sure. viable explanation. Yeah. Um, sure, sure. sure. Uh, and they've talked about... So the producers have talked about having Wally West in the show for season two. Oh, yeah? A lot. Uh, they haven't said anything confirming it for sure. But uh, it's been heavily hinted at. You know, people have asked about Wally West at panels and if he would have any involvement. And they've talked about how they made uh, Wally West black in the comics mm-hmm. so that they could introduce him in the tv show as a black character and it would be less jarring you know it wouldn't be uh seen as this radical departure from the comics right. or anything not that it should be a big deal anyways but yeah they right. did it they've talked about that being a reason that they did it uh so it seems likely that a will get wally west in season two of the flash and B, that he will be a black character. Cool. Uh, so, and, and I also know from the Wally West comics that I've read that he's an auto mechanic. Uh, so those pieces of this description make a lot of sense to be Wally West. Yeah, especially because it says that he'll have some interesting ties with the Star Labs team. Right. Cool. Right. Well, uh, that'll be exciting. That would yeah. be so fun. So how old is Wally West supposed to be then? I mean... Like, what is his age range, do you think? Generally, he's a fair bit younger than Barry Allen, but I don't know what they're going to do with this. Mm. You know, like we said, normally in the comics, he's been Iris's nephew right. rather than cousin. Right, right, So there's a bit of an age shift there. Uh, generally, like in the comics, uh, Wally West is Kid Flash. He's a, a much younger Flash for a long time. Um, and it was a big story arc in the comics that Barry Allen died and then Wally West took the place as the Flash mm-hmm. uh, and had a big arc with uh, living up to the name of Barry Allen, you know, living up to that reputation. And um, he was holding himself back for a while because he didn't want to, uh, didn't want to supersede Barry, like he didn't want to shadow Barry's accomplishments with his own and he finally managed to break through that barrier there was a big big event uh that was the return of Barry Allen but it wasn't really Barry Allen it was actually reverse flash it was Eobard Thawne and wow yeah this sounds intense great story arc yeah. excellent story arc Mark Wade wrote it uh I think it was back in the 90s and it was an excellent story um yeah if you want to check check out a Flash story featuring Wally West, that's probably the one. What was it called? Uh, the death or the the return of Barry Allen. Mm, that's yeah. the whole 
storyline, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. I think you can go pick up a trade paperback of it cool. or pick it up on Comixology or whatever. So he's generally a little bit younger. But... Generally, but we really have seen in the comics him grow from being a young kid to being a full-grown adult, being married, having kids. Uh, we've seen a lot of Wally West's life. Cool. Really, oh, really a lot more of Wally West's life than Barry Allen's life. Because when we've really only seen Barry Allen in the comics as an adult. Right. Uh, and we've seen a lot more of Wally West. How so, fun. That'll that, yeah. that'll be really exciting to um, see a li- on live screen, you know, if, yeah. if that's actually who he is. Yeah. Because that'll give him, like, a lot more story to pull from, you know? Right. Well, and they can certainly do something drastically different with it, too. Oh, sure. You know, having it be but a cousin does change things. Yeah, but it seems like they uh, kind of respect, not necessarily respect, but keep in mind, like, you know, kind of the things that really would excite the fans to see, right, you know? So right. it would just be, I mean, I'm just saying there's more opportunity there for mm-hmm. them to pull, like, some of those really fun nuggets from these stories. Yeah. Because yeah. he's had such more of his life detailed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, another possibility, you know, just to throw something else out there, is that this could be the new other half of the Firestorm Matrix, because we haven't had uh, we haven't had confirmation that Robbie Amell is going to be part of this spinoff at all, uh, but we do know that Victor Garber is going to be part of it. So it seems like you would need to have another half to the Firestorm Matrix, right? So it's possible that that's what he's doing. Really don't know. Especially I'm just wildly since it's speculating. Body, you know, like it's R- right. Like... But I mean, the Firestorm Matrix is another thing. They've had yes, they've had it shift between different people. I know about how we've just seen it recently. You know, right? There would it have would to be, be some sort of handoff or something. Yeah, anyway. which could happen. Right, right. Uh, but certainly don't know anything for sure. This is all just wild speculation, uh, but. I think Wally West seems like a, a good explanation for who this character is, and I think that makes a lot of sense. And whatever they decide to do, it'll be really interesting. I Mostly, I'm really not thinking that it's going to be Cyborg just because he's going to be in the Justice League movie, and they seem to be shying away from uh, having those characters involved with the TV universe. They're kind of partitioning them out a little bit right um but it could be cyborg i mean could be wrong about that too it could be something completely know. different as well could be a new character <laughs> that's never been in the comics before maybe it actually is just jay jackson i don't know hmm. <laughs> but that's what we've got this week we'll be we'll be back next week hopefully at a uh, in a more timely right, manner. Right, <laughs> more, more timely fashion, you know, not waiting until Saturday uh, when we're closer to the next episode. But uh, that's fine, you know, it is what it is. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Uh, and we'll be back next week to talk about the trap. We'll be back in a flash. Mm-hmm.